shining a light on podcasts and videos that have caught our attention. The Spotlight with Jen Spiker. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Hey Matt, thanks for having me. Um, So I was born and raised uh, here where I am now in good old Brisbane, Australia. (laughs) Okay, and tell us a bit about your nationality background. Yeah, so my my folks are from Singapore, so I travelled a bit when I was young. I actually did most of my education in Singapore Mm -hmm. uh, and came back here for high school, university, and I've been, been here in Brisbane since. So yeah, a bit of a foot in both worlds, here in Brisbane and in Singapore as well. And tell us about your faith journey. Did you have a religious upbringing? Yeah, so uh, parents were Christian, went to, went to church since I was young. Uh, but it's pro- it was probably around the age of 14 or 15. Uh, I think, I, actually, I remember it happening during an Easter service where I was sort of just, just in church staring at the cross and thinking, all of a sudden, this, this has to be either completely true or completely false. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense if it's something, in, 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 you know, in, in between. It doesn't really make sense to sort of live like I'm a Christian, but not be 100%, you know, like, you know, thinking it or, or you know, in, in, in my mind, yeah. in my heart. Uh, and so I, I remember at that point thinking, you know what, I'm going to go all in. Let's, you know, this is going to, this. I'm going to go all in and live for God. Uh, and that's, been one of the most important but best decisions that, 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 I've, that I've ever made. Awesome, mate. And I've heard you share your faith recently at uh, a seminar at Northside Christian College. I was so impressed about how you have integrated your faith message with your cubing message. We're going to talk about that soon, but let's let's just continue a bit more with your story. Tell us about your uh, early career. Like, what did you do after uni? Yeah, so I did a science degree and then a teaching degree when I, when I was at uni, became a high school teacher um, at Northside Christian College, that school that, that you just mentioned, uh, which was which was a godsend. That was I really enjoyed my, my time there. I was a teacher there for about 15 years, teaching in the sciences. I did a bit of music as well, uh, biology, psychology, the whole lot. It was it was fantastic. Uh, and, and just being at a Christian school as well, I think, really uh, allowed me to continue to soak in uh, and also be a part of, you know, education and thinking in a in a Christian way, learning and teaching in, in a real Christian way, uh, which I mean, you know, shout out to the origins of all universities of very very Christian, you know, places and at the very start, I think I think learning and education is a deeply Christian thing to do uh, when you think about the way that God's created the world, uh, but I'm. Um, oh, oh, over the time that, that I was teaching, um, I, I, actually even before that, I've, I've always had a love for video. Uh, I remember uh, the good old days when I was a teenager um, and borrowing my dad's uh, Sony Handycam, you know, the, the, with, with those tapes. Uh, yeah. What were they? Hi8 tapes or the mini DVs and, uh, <laughs> you know, making videos that I didn't have any computer to, to edit them on. So it was literally... Uh, Okay, let's press stop. Okay, now move over here, and then you press you press record again, and it looks like you know you've teleported from one place to another. Um, so I've I've had a love of video for a very long time. Uh, joined YouTube pretty much as soon as, as it became a thing. Uh, people look at my my YouTube channel now, and they're like, your your channel's like you know 15, 16 years old, and I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm that old. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was on YouTube before it was cool. Uh, <laughs> if, if, if that that says anything. 
So yeah, that just continued to, to grow and grow and grow. And sort of one thing led to another, and here I am today. <laughs> well, it is an amazing story of uh, you uh, quitting your you know nine to five job, your, your day job, to becoming a YouTuber essentially. Uh, you know, it's like every kid's dream, isn't it? And you you do this thing called cubing, you know, like everyone would have heard of the Rubik's Cube, but it's a lot more than that, isn't it? T- tell us a bit about what you actually do on your channel. Yeah, so about five years ago, I decided to treat myself for my, for my birthday, <laughs> ordered myself uh, a a fast speed Rubik's Cube uh, from, from eBay. I remember it coming that fateful day. Uh, so I got into solving the Rubik's Cube, uh, I guess, faster than, than the old traditional way. Uh, got my daughter into it, um, who was six at the time. Uh, and then I found out that uh, that uh, the World Cubing Association holds uh, these Rubik's Cube events all around the world. And there happened to be one in Brisbane in just like two months or something like that. And I was like, all right, this is this is our opportunity. So we went along, and, and as always, you know, decided to, to make a vlog of, of the event, which is what I, um, I used to use my uh, YouTube channel for, just sort of uh, cataloging, just you know, experiences and vlogs and things like that. Uh, but that video went really well of our, you know, our very first uh, cubing competition. I think I called it. And then we went to another competition and then, you know, got more Rubik's Cubes. We started to make some reviews of those Rubik's Rubik's Cubes. And people seem to just really enjoy those videos. So, you know, decided to ride the wave, make more and more cubing videos. Uh, and five years later, uh, like you said, <laughs> every little kid's dream. I, I, I have the strange position of being able to call myself a, a YouTuber. I mean, this is a job that, that didn't even exist 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> and it's something that I can now rely on for, you know, being able to, yeah, that's right, leave teaching and, and, and make videos. It's, it's incredible. And just so people realize the incredible reach of the Tingman YouTube channel, one of your videos videos has had over 23 million views. Uh, there's a whole bunch of others that have had 6 million, 5 million. Uh, you've got 929,000 subscribers at, You know, while this interview is going to air. Um, it's incredible the reach you have. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of fun videos on there. But you've also started to integrate some gospel messages in some of your videos. Tell us how you're weaving that in. Yeah, so, you know, since I was a teenager and, and decided that I'm going to be all in on, on for, for, for Jesus, um, being a Christian isn't, I guess, you know, just one part of my life. You know, it's not, not a hat that I put on, on on Sundays or, you know, something that I do, you know, just when, when I pray, just before I eat or, or something. It's it's a core part of my life, as uh, as I guess, you know, it would be when you realize what, what, what the gospel message is, just how Jesus has changed us and completely turned our lives around, you know, from darkness into light, from living for ourselves to living for other people and living for him. Uh, and so, yeah, pretty early on, the question became, what does it look like to be a Christian YouTuber, you know? Uh, and, you know, so, you know, not, not a YouTuber who makes Christian videos, but a Christian YouTuber, which I think is, you know, the same question with any profession in any walk of life. What does it look like to be a Christian butcher, baker, candlestick maker. Um, and so uh, for, for me, naturally, uh, I, I felt like there were moments just in, in the year, the calendar into the year, where it was just natural to talk about my faith. For example, Easter and Christmas, you know, these are, these are events that are holidays, 
uh, and that are already, you know, kind of special times for a lot of people around the world, but for Christians especially so because of, of what, what they mean. Uh, and so I think it was maybe four Christmases ago that I decided to make a video about um, just, just challenging people to, uh, you know, you know when, you, when you watch a movie and people go, hey, the, the book was way better. <laughs> That's essentially what I did with that Christmas video. I said, hey, you, we all know the Christmas story, but you know what? The, the book was better. Uh, if you actually look at the original account in, in the Bible, um, it's it's fascinating. There might be stuff there that, that you never realize. You know, you, you might have some misconceptions about about Christianity. So really, just challenging people to, I guess, go to the source because I mean, the Bible is what the Word of God is what uh, has the power and, and what changes lives. Uh, and so, yeah, since then, every Christmas I've, I've, I've been putting something out, and now every Easter as well, I've been putting just a special video out um, to say something about my faith and just why, why it's so important to me. It is so good. And, you know, I heard you speak at a, a seminar at uh, Northside Christian College about your story, and I was so impressed. I thought, oh, I've got to get this guy on the radio. Um, but you also gave <laughs> some advice about sharing things online um, because – you know, there's a way to do it that's really cheesy <laughs> and that's going to, you know, turn people off. But there's a way to do it that is hopefully going to pique people's interest and, you know, get through to people's hearts. Well, what's your advice? You know, there's, you know, most people have some kind of social media presence. What's your advice about what's a good way for us to share our faith online? How much time do you have? <laughs> this, this is a, it's a four-hour show, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, look, I, I think a big part is, is know, knowing your audience, so knowing who you're actually speaking to, yeah. you know, the demographics, even even your know, geographical region. Uh, it's a bit tricky with my YouTube channel because this is going around the entire world. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm talking to a lot of, I guess, people my age, uh, maybe, maybe teenagers as well. These are people, uh, this is sort of the demographic of people who solve Rubik's Cubes. So I, that was probably my starting point. Uh, and, you know, I still remember very much how it felt for me to be be a, a teenager, and even you know, I mean, because that was when I became a Christian, and that was when I was really grappling with with, with these big questions. Uh, so that was probably the first thing, just knowing who who the audience was, uh, and then I think for me, just really internalizing what it even means to to know the gospel. Like, what what is the gospel? Is is it is it you know just I don't know you know taking Christian on 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 the senses? Is it um you know, going to church and, and doing good things. No, the gospel is, is is a change of heart. It's it's realizing just how far you are from God, um, how much you've rebelled, and just how deep God's love is for you, that he would transform you, and that he would, uh, you know, forgive, that he would send Jesus to, to die for you, uh, completely not of your own merit. Or, I mean, you know, how much can a dead person ask to be raised to life, right? You know, mm-hmm. that, that's, that, that, that's at the heart of the gospel. And so, uh, yeah, I think that was a pretty big one for me too, just really understanding what that actually meant so that I wasn't, I guess, preaching, you know, using inverted commas, the, the wrong thing. Uh, and then it was uh, being as gracious and as kind about sharing the message as I possibly could because, I mean, that's the way that you just, Jesus approaches us. It's not with condemnation. It's, it's not with a, you're, you're not doing enough. You know, you need to be a better person. Go to church, you know, give money, you know, whatever. It's, it's, it's through God's kindness and God's grace that, that we even come to him in the first place. And so I would do things like t- 
tell my story, you know, not as much like this is what you need to do. I want you to tell my story of, of, of what Jesus means to me, of what God's grace and salvation means to me. And then I would just do little encouragements of like, hey, if this is something that you're interested in, uh, why don't you check in our church? You know, why, why, why don't you, why did you look, look at the Bible? Uh, nothing forceful, nothing, you know, again, this is God doesn't, you know, force us into submission and into, you know, believing him. It's, it's by his kindness that, that we are compelled to Christ. Uh, and so, yeah, I thought I've, I've got to, that's got to be my approach as, as well. It's these sort of gentle encouragements of like, hey, you know, when's, when's the last time, for example, you know, you, you, you might have been to church. Do you, you know, maybe this Easter is, is, is the time, you know, check church out, church out again. Uh, uh, hey, you know, when's the last time you looked look at a Bible, if, 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 if at all? You're older than you were the last time you looked at the Bible. Maybe you've got more insight now. You know, maybe you've got more wisdom and maturity at, at this point in, in your life where God's Word might actually speak to you differently than, than, than what it had before. Um, and so that's sort of been, been my approach to pushing people towards towards just, you know, how incredible and beautiful Jesus is. Well, I've got to say, you know, when I heard that uh, you were a YouTuber making uh, cubing videos, I was curious about that. But when I heard you share about how you integrate your, you know, sharing the gospel into it, I was just so impressed because, let's face it, most teenagers are on social media a lot of the time these days, you know, or most adults for that matter, you know. And uh, if yeah. you can get them to watch some fun, clean things like you have, that's a good start. But if you can also get them to have, you know, some, you know, get into the Word of God or get them in, you know, share your faith with them, that's that's even better. So well done on uh, using your platform to share uh, the good news as well as some fun, clean videos as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. what, what's your advice if somebody wanted to start a YouTube channel or? You know, uh, an Instagram or you know one of those things that you do, uh, if and wanted to integrate their faith into it. What, what's your advice about how would you start some kind of you know, uh, you know, platform like yours? Yeah. So, um, I mean, my my area is very much YouTube, uh, and there's so many. You know, social media is such a huge uh, you know arena now. There's so many different platforms and different uh, apps that that you can can be getting into. But in, in the YouTube space, certainly. As much as it does feel like it's getting crowded, uh, it's still, I think, right for the picking. You know, there, there are still stories to be told yeah. that haven't been told. There are still niches to be explored. Uh, there are angles at which, you know, the same thing can, can be looked at in a different way. Uh, and so if someone, you know, listening to this is actually quite interested in, you know, wanting to start a, a YouTube channel and they feel passionate about um, wanting to share the story in some way, I'd say, yeah, go for it. Get started. Um, and the, the getting started really is the hardest thing, you know, making yeah. that first video or making your first 10 videos. It is very, very hard to put yourself out there and you know, look at yourself on the screen going, ah, you know, I, I don't like how I look. I don't like how I sound. Uh, you know, these numbers, you know, my video is not going far. I'm not getting these crazy numbers of subscribers that, that, that I see, you know, these massive channels getting. But if you can be realistic and, and if you can just, just get in there and realize that it's going to be a step-by-step process where each subsequent video will, will you know, slowly get better and be realistic about it, I, I think it makes it a lot more manageable, a lot more realistic. Uh, and if, if from the start you are willing to be authentic and who you really are, um, you know, if Jesus means this much to you in real life, then, you know, you know, <laughs> let him mean that much to you in your digital, you know, in, in, in the social media space. 
and I think, and yeah, the way that you, you know you tell your story, no one's got the story of what Jesus means to you and how you came to Jesus that that, that you do. You know, each person has their their side of you know their angle of why the the diamond of Jesus shines so brightly. You know, yeah, everyone sees it sparkle from from a from from their own unique angle, uh, and so yeah, get into get into YouTube. Tell, tell those stories that, that only you can tell. Uh, and if it's something that you're passionate about, even if the numbers don't seem to come, um, I think the, the passion will, will, will keep you going. Uh, and the, I, I, I recently saw the social media post that was, you know, if, well, for people who are feeling discouraged about, you know, a recent video that, that, you, that you launched that, you know, maybe only you, you were hoping it would hit like a thousand people, but it only hit a hundred people. Or you're hoping it, it would hit 10,000 people and it only hit 1,000 uh, 1, people. Um, it, they just showed a picture of like how big, uh, you know, 1,000 people look, looks like, you know, yeah, like yeah. 100 people. And, you know, online, they just seem like numbers. And so they're, they're not people, right? They're just, they're just numbers. And, and, you know, it's like, oh, I only got 200 people today. I was, I was really hoping it would be. But then when you think about it, that's 200 people. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's a lot of people. If you <laughs> gather 200 people in a room and had the opportunity to speak to 200 people, like you'd be shaking at the knees. That's, yeah, yeah. that's a lot. That's a lot of people. And, and so, yeah, y- even if you're making videos or making, you know, online posts that are only be- being seen by 100 people, that's 100 people that you're getting your story out to. And that's yeah. something that we can be thankful for and that we can be praying to God um, for, you know, that the lives are going to be changed for the better. Uh, that yeah, Jesus is going to be glorified and and and, and known, even in, in just the, those people. Absolutely awesome. Well, it's been so good to hear a bit of your story today. We've been uh, chatting to Ting Man. You can look him up on YouTube, uh, Ting Man, or on Instagram at Ting Man Official. And uh, Ming Ting, it's been so good to hear a bit of your story today, mate. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.